Hello and welcome to a special edition of the In The Money Players podcast. Today is Monday, April 17th. I'm your host, Peter Thomas Fornital, PTF, back with you in the Brooklyn Bunker once again. Woke up in uh, Lexington, Kentucky, now back here in the office and very excited about the opening of a racetrack that has some really exciting stuff going on, including some industry low takeouts. We're going to be talking about that. We're going to be looking at the opening day card for uh, tomorrow, Tuesday, the 18th. And to uh, do that with us, we bring in from Horseshoe Indy, Rachel McLaughlin, Racing Rachel. What's going on? What's up, BTF? It's good to hear from you. We haven't done this. I've done this with a lot of your guys, but uh, I'm notching you off of my list. And next, <laughs> I want to talk to Big Hair. <laughs> yes, he 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 was actually going to try to join us today. Had something, unfortunately, uh, get mm-hmm. in the way. But he will be on uh, one of our future shows for sure. We're going to be working with you all throughout the meet at various stages. I think we should start by talking about some of the stuff that's new over there at Horseshoe Windy. What are you the most excited about? Well, I got to say, I'm really the most excited about the uh, late fire pick five. So when Eric came in and I'm going to put this out, I haven't even yelled. I haven't even called him out on this yet. (laughs) When he first started, um, he asked me and Bill at the time and a few others of us what uh, kind of betting structure structure we would suggest. And both of us said, do a early pick five and a late pick five. And he wanted to do that pick six. And he tried it and nobody liked it. And you could say whatever you want about some people that uh, not nobody. There were there are, you know, a group of people that do like those. But uh, say what you want about some people in the racing industry. Eric really does listen to what the betters want, what the fans want. And he trusts us, you know, that work for him. And he decided to get rid of it. And so we've got the early pick five and then we have the late pick five um, that is going to start in race five. Uh, tomorrow. And it also has the low 11.99% takeout. So uh, super excited about that, about some new handicapping contests. We're bringing back one of my old favorites, Survivor. Uh, it starts a little bit later in the meet. Uh, we got a special one for Brian, BA's hat trick, since he's from Minnesota and he's a hockey <laughs> guy. Uh, and, you know, you can play that one online too and email us. So uh, definitely um, excited about the start of the meet. It's a lot of stuff. I love the fact that both of the pick fives have that 11.99% takeout. So you know you're you know you're getting uh, that to your advantage in both of those pools. The the BA's hat trick is a lot of fun. Um, the tracks Gmail account, right? Is that where you is that is that the place to send that in? Wait, what's the like the best source of info for somebody who wants to get the it all uh, explained to them? We do have a really good website uh, that has everything on it. Um, the Caesars.com slash horseshoe dash Indianapolis. You really can just type in horseshoe Indianapolis and it'll come up, but right. in your Google, but the everything that we do online um, and most of them are, you can email. Uh, it's it's just an email that Tammy Knox, our uh, marketing manager manages. So if you do, do have questions, you want her to attach like the rules of anything, you can definitely do that. Um, horseshoe indie contest at gmail.com is the uh, email. Yeah. You know, you got to send in your, your driver's license. You got to, you got to apply by the rules, prove that, yep. prove that you're that person, but we definitely love involving. That was one of the things like with Twitter, everybody loves playing along with the Twitter Tuesday. And we just thought, man, we've got to, figure out a way to let people out in, you know, simulcast land, 
play some of these contests instead of just being at the track. So super excited that we got to do that. So yeah, that's going to be, um, tomorrow if you want to play that and her, she will tweet out the rules and I will definitely uh, put them out. My Twitter is obviously a good place to find most of that stuff as well. At racing, Rachel M the house Twitter at HS indie racing. That email, once again, if you want to send in horseshoe indie contest at gmail.com. I think it's a fun twist having all these free contests. I mean, our friends at Santa Anita have done something a little bit like that, but it's just a great way to get engagement and, and keep engaged even on days where you can't be like fully focused on playing a day at the races. There's, there's a lot of uh, cool stuff. Now, one of the contests that's been going on for a while is the road to uh, Louisville one. I suppose mm -hmm. we should uh, give a little bit of info about that as well. Yeah, so it's uh, 14, uh, week 14, I think, is this weekend, I do believe. And the cool thing about ours is, and it kind of sucks because, you know, talking about this, probably not going to be able to catch up here after 14 weeks. But for people who, you know, want to play next year, we did this last year, and the winner of the whole contest not only gets the um, big prize, but they also get um, the chance to own a Indiana bred thoroughbred we give you thirty thousand dollars to it's a you know an opt-in you, you can say hey no i don't want to own a horse or whatever um but we Who would say that i don't honestly i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like crazy talk to you and i but <laughs> last year there were a couple guys that were like eh, i don't know uh but the winner he took advantage of it uh really nice guy tony bradshaw we t i was there eric was there tammy was there uh tony granite's uh assistant was there and he literally got to look at all of them they talked to him leading up to it. We walked him through everything. He picked a horse that he really liked, and Tony ended up liking as well. Uh, they bid on it. They were they were hoping not to go over 15, and I think they got him for like eight or nine. Um, nice. And now he owns one. And then the rest of the money goes in a pot, and we we support you throughout this horse's you know uh, first year to get you started. And hopefully it's a good experience, and we're going to be giving that away too. But yeah, so so definitely look for that if you guys are interested next year. I don't know of any other tracks that are doing anything like that. Uh, Eric and the HBPA kind of Indiana HBPA kind of came up with that. So I'm sorry, the Itoba, Itoba and Eric uh, kind of uh, partner with that. So definitely a fun, a fun thing to get into. And speaking of the road to Louisville, I know you've got something cool coming up for Derby Weekend. Not quite launched yet, but I just want people to be paying attention to this product. Because as you can hear from the terms of the, the paramutual bets and all these contests, thinking outside the box, doing things creatively. And we know from all our interactions with listeners that that's something the horse players in the in the money verse are very excited about and this is clearly a track that needs to be on the radar but what can you tell us about the uh this derby weekend uh, festivities that you have coming up yeah we have kentucky derby and we're selling a really nice package up in the clubhouse but if you just want to come and hang out i always do fun stuff i always do the hat contests and um you know fun promotions in the giveaway or in the winter circle giveaways for the kids and the family but uh what we came up with this year was um the we always do a mega bet which we draw a few names and we give people a thousand dollars real money to pick a horse um I, i'll never forget one year i gave this guy a long shot i think the only other handicapper like in the country though i can't even remember the name of the horse but it was like 11 to 1 was <laughs> zoe cadman liked it too and i was like well zoe likes it i'm gonna i'm That's giving it company. to him. yeah so i touted the horse and he ended up winning like eleven thousand dollars the guy was like he, he still talks to me this day he's you know like super excited but we're gonna do a thirty five hundred dollar win play show bet um on 
a horse for the Kentucky Derby. So it's totally free. It's super easy to enter all of our contests and they're all free. Um, you just go in, you put your entry in, you know, there at the little contest counter on the first floor. This is, you know, on property. So if nobody's going to the Kentucky Derby, if you're not going to be out there uh, hanging out, then obviously we are pretty close um, and you could come hang out with us at Horseshoe Indianapolis. Not a bad way to do it. We're going to have a show for the racing you've got that day as we get closer. And then a little bit later in the season, Indiana Derby weekend, going to be some live money contests with the NHC seats in the pool. We'll talk about that as we get a little closer and have some more details. But now I want to pivot and talk about the, the here and now, Rachel. Opening day, first post, uh, 2.30 p.m. Is that 2.30 uh, Is that two thirty Eastern or 2.30 Central? Yeah, Eastern. Yes, sir. Eastern. Okay, 2.30 Eastern. We've got nine races on tap. Uh, we hope that, that there'll be what, what kind of a crowd are you expecting out there? I mean, for the for the hardcores, they must be pretty pumped that uh, the, the season's back around. Oh, my God. Uh, it, they're super excited. We added a bunch of Saturdays. Um, I'm glad my daughter decided not to play softball this year because I would have been completely <laughs> screwed <laughs> not seeing any of her games. But uh, I, I'm excited for the fans and for, you know, our horsemen. They've been wanting to get back to Saturdays. It's how you get new, you know, owners, new fans. Um, and we are going to race, um, the bulk almost every Saturday from June to August. And then they're peppered throughout the meet, uh, July 8th for Indiana Derby. We're, we're, we have a huge crowd, uh, for Indiana Derby every year we set records and they've, it's just been going up and going up and going up. So, uh, July 8th is going to be uh Derby and super excited to have, you know, a really sweet uh, deal with NHC. They had they they got in with Caesars. Uh, thankfully, we had it at Horseshoe Las Vegas. Uh, Pete, did you did, you weren't there, were you, Pete? This no. year? No, no, you know I would have come over and said hi. I was, was going to say, yeah, I was over in the UK, but I was able to watch some of your work, and it made me feel like I was there. How was your experience working out there? My first year ever going to the NHC, and I have to tell you, I was flipping exhausted, bro. <laughs> I don't know how you guys do it. Like, and it's I wasn't tough. even handicapping everything. <laughs> Literally, I was like, God, you need to, like, I wanted to go out and party at night. And I was like, that's not going to happen. Like, I maybe got a dinner and a few beers. And then I was like, guys, I got to go to bed. <laughs> like, it was so fun. So cool to meet everybody. That's my favorite part about my job is meeting degenerate gamblers. And I was like, <laughs> in degenerate gambler heaven like it was so great so great i hope they invite me back next year because it was it was awesome but we got a few extra seats you know with that deal uh joe morris our head of racing for caesar's a great guy and he 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 knows barry and and they uh got some extra seats so we're gonna do a little bit some extra qualifiers and contests and fun stuff this year so very excited about that uh, to have that little qualifying session on Indiana Derby Day. And then we do the the one in December, which people are asking me why we do that. It's really a nice soft spot to qualify at. They're yeah. like last minute. You know, if you if you didn't get to, it's they people travel out there and it's not a huge group and, and it's a lot of fun. So yeah, be definitely looking forward to that on Derby Day. Looking look for more information about all these contests at the Horseshoe Indy website. And now we are going to uh, jump in this uh to this straight fire kick five it, kick, it kicks off with race number five we've got a maiden claiming event for fillies and mares three and up going the flat five on the dirt rachel what numbers will be on your tickets in here hey you know what i <laughs> didn't put the ticket together all the way but i do have at least four horses that i like i can't decide which one i'm going to single in kind of excited about this late pick five as 
the the first first one is good too but i did find that the first four races are pretty chalky i think we've got a good chance for some long shots here in this second pick five um and and this one's i think would i would say would be my least favorite of the um the races i do like the eight um for a long shot i've got eight five six four i think four zero click is going to be a little bit of my long shot but bodyful i think um is going to be my pick here dropping down a little bit has been on Polly the last few and has ran pretty well now indiana ran horribly but that was the turf i think is going to like indiana dirt um and the class relief here i do like fair and peterson as well um and then the um the four is the other one i think i'll talk about um pretty pretty standard the rest of them honestly uh key you know coming off being the favorite larry Velli's that one's not going to be worth much um you know as far as return but zero click interests me um john langmeyer and ramos ramos was our leading jockey last year and hasn't tried dirt so that's a bit of a question mark but i think is gonna like it three-year-old philly uh by gormley a little malibu moon in there and is adding blinkers i think is gonna uh you know kind of wake her up a little bit you saw she kind of improved last time out she got an inside run of it um, I think that kind of maybe focused her a little bit. Plus, you know, she's only ran a couple times. So I think she's going to improve off of that. Um, so I think that will be one that I will include in my ticket for a little bit extra, um, maybe return there. A little bit of juice, perhaps. A little and bit yeah, of John, juice. Yeah. John Langmeyer, <laughs> a trainer, a you know, terrific horseman who is uh, very friendly with and used to have horses with uh, Mike Baloney. Sean Borman is also friends with uh, with Langmeyer. Definitely an underrated trainer and a yeah. name worth knowing. Um, as for Bodiful was the one that I was the most interested in here. One thing I've noticed about Farron Peterson, who I actually ran into at a party in Lexington uh, on, on Saturday night, so good in the gate. And looking at the pace figures that this one has run, I think has a chance to, to potentially clear here or at least get a good positive trip. And I would just say in general, I'm very curious to see how she makes out at this meet. She was telling me she's she's got her own book now. She's working incredibly hard and, you know, just very, very smart and uh, an exciting rider who I, I'm, I'm curious to see how she gets on this year. I, w- I would imagine um, she'll be one of the ones you'll be keeping an eye on as well. I agree. She's she's uh, ridden here plenty, um, you know, not consistently, but she's been here uh, plenty of times. And honestly, she seems like a very – uh, patient rider, like what you said in the gate. She's not one of those ones that uh, goes out and just guns it. You know, she seems like she's pretty um, uh, patient. I do want to mention also on the nine, I did get to interview Hannah uh, Leahy. Uh, she's Jimmy Mack has her book. She's a bug rider. She's she's 27. She just started, but she comes from eventing um, in her background. Yeah, she, she's been with ridden horses her entire life, um, and she – kind of, I think she worked, I do believe she told me she worked some thoroughbreds. Um, and she honestly said she got the need for speed and now she's addicted (laughs) and that's what she wants to do is racing now. So I would keep an eye on Hannah here. Uh, she was really well-spoken, really nice girl and seems to have a lot of horse sense, which I think is pretty important and, and everything. So that's, she's on the nine, uh, for Ray Paquette, who actually had a pretty good meet last year. And that's one of the local trainers that people might not know very well. 
could be great value for that 10-pound claim there. That's some terrific uh, institutional knowledge. I was going to throw Lunar Key maybe on a ticket as well, always dangerous for Veli Barn and catching all that money uh, first out. But you're probably right that the money will be uh, pouring in there in all likelihood. Um, let's talk about the sixth race. Where we've got three-year-old Indiana bred maidens going five and a half on the dirt. Um, my idea, nothing too creative in here, but I was very attracted to number nine, outstanding justice in this spot. This horse going out as a first-time gelding, has plenty of speed, fits well off the races, two and three back, and I'm tempted to always be a little bit more forgiving of a last race when it precedes the layoff. I mean, I suppose that was also the end of the season, um, but I feel like you could really get back to the good form. I guess that's one of the trickiest things about this card. We have so many horses coming off these same kind of layoffs, and it's it's a little bit tricky um, for bets like the pick five to get to get clues about exactly how they're going to do one reason to be watching the telecast. You'll be there trying to give us a view on on who looks fit and ready for this opening day at Horseshoe Indy. Yeah, that's always a, a big challenge here, especially in the, um, you know, Indiana bred races. It does take some of them a while to get fit. However, since the last few years, we've been opening the track in the winter. Uh, a lot of my guys have been Randy Klopp. He had one of the best years the last couple uh, for him because he got a whole got to keep all his Indiana breads here and, and work them over over the winter, which he doesn't get to do a lot. Tiana Richardville, she had um, her horses. She had the best year of her entire career last year. And I think that also has a lot to do with it. And she's got a one in here, the 11 go forever. Um, I, I was today, we got rain. It was cold. I, te I, since you and I kind of moved this back a little bit, I got a chance to text Tony Martinez, our track super to ask him, you know, it's kind of deceiving when you're looking at it. You don't know really how much rain it got, but we had a lot of hot days, Mm -hmm. um, the last few days and it's Indiana. So it's like 80 <laughs> degrees one freaking day. <laughs> it's 30 the next. That's like so, Lexington this week. It's oh, crazy. Man. I know it's nuts. It gets like a whiplash mother nature, but, uh, I text him and he said, you know what? We didn't get that much and it's supposed to warm up tomorrow. So he thinks we'll be fast. It, I was wondering if we got any kind of scratch. I really like the 14 rock, the red, uh, Fernando de la Cruz for Bob Gorham, uh, nice work on April 11th. And, um, I know he's had some horses, uh, over the winter. I'm not sure if this is one of them, but interests me. Um, and I think improved vastly going into that, that last race of the, of the season on October 29th. Um, but yeah, I do like the nine a lot. And one that I, I don't know if you're a fan of the Equinedge. Uh, oh yeah, Scotty. sure. Scotty McKeever's program. Yeah. They were, they, uh, advertised with us and I, I came to, to really enjoy, the product, especially that like genetic strength rating they have. Very That's exactly tool. what I was going to mention. That's my favorite thing about it. I literally can't, there's been like, no, I'm not trying to say this happens very often, but on the off chance that there's some reason my, my Equinedge won't load. And I'm like, listen, I need this for the main <laughs> race, especially for these first time starters. So El Chaparro has a, uh, the highest GSR. I didn't write down the exact number, but it's really high, um, notional. And then, you know, some, uh, the, great Britain breeding on the on the damn side but um Randy Hafner bred this one and Hafner one of our uh local guys so excited to see what this one's gonna do has been training on the poly and you know gonna actually um run on the dirt today uh at 20 to 1 I'm gonna include it in my ticket just because of the GS GSR um so I think that those would be mine uh I also like the nine 
if the 14 draws in, I'll do that one. And then my, my guy, Malcolm Franklin, back running for us. I love him. I love Devaris Douglas. I think this first-time starter is pretty interesting, a three-year-old Colt uh, by Sahara Sky. Um, and has actually been training here, which also gives me um, a little bit of a nod there and uh, has a nice gate work going into this race. That's the forerunner, Sky High Five, another one to potentially throw in there in the sixth race at Horseshoe Indy. We talk about another maiden race with race number seven. We've got the three-year-old Colts, and we're going five and a half on the dirt. Rachel, we'll keep it with you. A lot to like, I think, about the eight here. Uh David C. Lopez, uh, Louis Russell, this one, uh, them coming in um, is really, really awesome. We have so many um, good names adding uh, to our barns back there that I'm very excited about. But this one I think is going to like switching to dirt. The debut is a really tough race. Race at Gulfstream was well bet in the debut. The winner, Monsieur cool, uh, Coco, sorry, came back to win and is adding Lasix. So I really like the eight plus. We just talked about the GSR has a good GSR and um, the work on April 10th is nice as well. The pace, I think probably going to that first time gelding the 10, which I think is going to get um, a lot of action. Um, Fernando's aboard and is, is facing much easier than has been. So uh, those are the ones that interest me in this race. I landed on the 10 retain just looked like one that would be very well suited to the turn back in distance. It has several good efforts on the dirt. I'm glad you mentioned Professor Higgins because Oscar performance, you know, being by a sire, being by uh, Kitten's Joy, I think a lot of people were thinking this was going to be turf, turf and more turf. But looking at the dirt numbers, they're not bad at all. I mean, you know, it, it, maybe not quite the success on the on the green stuff. Turf routing does seem to be his best thing, but the, the, but they can win. Um, and, and he's done he's done all right with first time starters, uh, more than all right, really. Uh, seven for 41. So I think that's an that's an interesting it's an interesting idea for sure. Um, eight and ten for Rachel in there, and I, I think I'm going to actually just mirror you and, and go with the same the same two runners. Let's talk about race number eight. Three year old allowance, five and a half on the dirt. Another key thing about this: getting to bet all these full fields on a Tuesday afternoon. That's something that I could really see our listeners getting into. I, you tell me if I'm being too master of the obvious here, but I was very attracted to the two runner Dioro's wish. Very strong record overall and just in good form for a trainer who wins plenty around here. But what I liked the most was the trip I was envisioning. A nice stalk and pounce trip from the inside, behind the speed, maybe tip out and go get them in the lane. I'm all about the two in race number eight. How do you see it? That's a, yeah, you copied me. I'm copying you this time. This, <laughs> this is uh, I'm good. I usually don't announce it until the day of, but this is my Twitter Tuesday race. So everybody okay. gets a little bit of extra handicapping bonus. If they listen to the show <laughs> um, to play Twitter Tuesday, um, if you win that, you get a $20, $20 gift card and some swag, which I'm the queen of, but yes, <laughs> I mean, look at this, this horse's last, you know, entire run at Indiana last year where they were just, there's only one that you could draw a line through on September 8th. The, the, the last, you know, six or seven were very nice races, including three winners. Um, two of them being at, um, the distance of five and a half furlong. So yeah, I think that one's the obvious. We got Klopp, Klopp actually, he, he rode Ramos last year. He's raining, riding, uh, Mojica, um, now this year. So he's on most of Klopp's uh, horses. So yeah, I definitely think that this one is, is the one to beat in this field. I like the 12 on the outside. I know you like to stay away from the outside with maidens. These aren't first time starters. So, you, you know, or 
there aren't any in here, so not a huge one, but I did get a chance to text Michelle, another bonus for us. PT, <laughs> we were going to put this uh, about four. We decided we were going to move it back about 4.45, but uh, Michelle texted me and said that um, if he decides to run, she said he's one of those. <laughs> yep. He's one of those guys that's like, if I feel like running today, I'm going to run. If I don't, <laughs> then uh, then that's how just how cookie crumbles, but he has early speed. And she said not to count him out because if he shows up that uh, he's going to do well. And she did have a chance. She was glad to at least, even though he ran a good speed figure in that race at Turfway, but he just, you know, couldn't hold on. He sort of stopped. I think he, he, she said he didn't really like the poly. So I think he's going to like getting back to dirt, probably wake up there. He got a race, you know, uh, over the off season, even though it was a while ago, December, I do think that one's interesting on the outside and we'll pay better than our two. And then I've got a couple long shots that I like with the six and the eight, uh, that I'm going to hope to include this race is pretty open. So I, I probably will go a little bit deeper. The last two, I can probably do maybe a single or, or a couple, but, um, uh, the six Saturn boy interests me, Joe Davis, an excellent horseman. Um, this one's getting back to, um, you know, the dirt, which I think is going to be key, has been running on Polly and is also dropping down to a sprint distance. I will see what happens, but does have a second uh, here at Indiana um, back last year at the end of the meet, November. Um, so I, I like that one a little bit. And then Manny's on for Klopp, Forest City, the other Klopp in here. Um, also has ran pretty well, uh, February, a, a run in December broke the maiden at six and a half. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe this one does like Polly has, has ran pretty well. Uh, didn't do too much at Hawthorne, um, uh, but was bumped pretty bad and checked, um, at the break. So maybe gets a clean start and runs a little bit better today, but, uh, yeah, I'm with you. I think the two is the one to be in this group. Two mixing in the 12, six and an eight for Rachel there. I want to talk a second about, uh, Twitter Tuesdays for the uninitiated. How does one, uh, how does one get involved? Yeah, it's super easy. I tweet it out every Tuesday um, between, you know, 11 and 12 and it's always pinned at the top of my profile and you just reply to that tweet uh, with your horse that you think is the winner, one horse and why you have to give a handicapping angle. Uh, you can't say because Rachel picked it or, uh, <laughs> you know, I do accept like my kid picked it because as a parent, I'm sure. Okay. You've that's had fair. Your yep. kid. I'm not sure how old your daughter is, but 10. Yeah. So I'm sure she picks logic. some horses. Yeah. Yep. So yeah, <laughs> my daughter's eight and she does the same thing and yeah. I'll be damned if she doesn't win some really nice ones. So uh, I will accept some, but they do have to be, uh, give me a little bit of a reason. And then I retweet them and show them live on the feed. And then everybody that picks the winning horse. So if the five wins, I put everyone with the five in a drawing and draw a name and that person gets uh, the gift card and some swag. Awesome. But daddy, the five horse has a longer tail. We've had those type yep. of conversations. Yes, those conversations are fun. And then when they, and then when you try to explain and then the horse wins, you're like, well, oh. Jesus. <laughs> See, it's no, I, I've, I've long ago given that she, whatever she wants. You get it. There's no talking off. There's no, no value in this life and in, in talking all, your, your children off the horse that they, that they want to bet. Uh, hey, about that swag. Now, do I have to participate and, and, fairly win this or, or what can I do to get a racing race? Oh, I'll, you, I'll, I'll, I'll you trade you one. in the money one. I'll trade you in the money one. <laughs> hey, that is a good trade. I've got you and Jim Miller right now at the top of my list. Jim's been asking me all winter and I've been so busy uh, this winter more than anything. I took over sponsorship. So I've been like, 
I usually get to chill a little bit. This this winter's been crazy. But I got you and Jim at the top of my list, baby. Just text me your address, and I'll send you and your daughter some stuff. I got – ooh, what do they call them now? Fan, we're old, so we call them fanny packs. What do they – belt bags? <laughs> I've got, oh, I didn't. I didn't know about this oh, yeah. branding. They they Amazing. call them something weird now, but I got fanny packs <laughs> and all kinds of crap that she would like. So I'll we'll send you it. a few things. <laughs> we'll definitely take it. Oh, that sounds that sounds fantastic. All right, we've got another race to talk about. Ooh, I'm just envisioning what we could do. We'll 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 manufacture a video show. We'll pop it up on YouTube. You can have the in the money shirt. And uh, and I could be wearing yeah. a race racer shirt, and we'll 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 match. Um, Perfect. All right. We have one more race to talk about. It's race number nine, Indiana Bread's allowance ranks. We're going five and a half. When it comes to this straight fire, pick five. How are we going to get paid? Yeah, you know what? We we have to get paid. And I, I gave a few long shots. But this one, I, I honestly, I like the five. Spot on justice. Deshaun, uh, this is another one where we got to figure out who's going to be fit. You know what I mean? Coming off of some of these horses who haven't ran anywhere, which is the case for for uh, almost every horse in here um, hasn't ran. So I texted Sean and he did work uh, spot on Justice the Five on Saturday. Said he worked really uh, well and came back good. So if he's fit enough, he thinks he'll run. Um, a great race here. And if you go back, I, I did circle the muddy race back on August. I didn't know how the track was going to be. Tony says we're going to be fast, but did break the maiden by eight and a half. Um, had a couple of um, off races, but went right into stakes race. Uh, won the crown ambassador to end the meet. Um, had a nice trip, kind of pressed the pace and really finished strong in that race. Um, is now first time just in a regular allowance race. So I think that uh, this guy's just used to some tough company, and those those were some very uh, tough Indiana bred stakes. So I think Spot on Justice is going to be my top uh, pick in here. I like the 10, Sudden Shift. I think it's just a very consistent. Got to put that one on your ticket. Um, you know, has ran mostly uh, at the end of the meet there two turns. Um, is back at sprint distance was just a little bit more of a question mark. And then the long shot that I think I'll include on my ticket, maybe just to hope for some um, value is the seven uh, load me up. Justice had good figures on um, the Equinage that I like to use. Lily Gonzalez, a very capable horsewoman. Santo, I think is just such an underrated jockey like Santo. He is a great rider. He knows the horses. He's consistently tries. He's one of those jockeys that races till past the wire. And yep. um, I, I love that about him. He hasn't ridden this one lately, but did ro- ride this one to its maiden breaking victory um, back a couple years ago and looked really well on the horse. Um, put in a nice bullet drill on April 10th. Um, I think that this one is an interesting one. Has changed barns, maybe switched a little bit up. And we'll give better odds, I think, than uh, the five. I think just another one that might get some action is the two, Jericho Express. This one, there's a lot I like in this race. I need to do some work to figure out how I'm going to, you know, wind chisel. it down. Yeah, I'm going to have to chisel in this race. It, no, tell When I told you that I hadn't done a whole lot of uh, homework yet, I, I have my top four and I need to go through and kind of wind it down to three for my tip sheet. And I think um, I'm going to have to do a little bit more in here because there's a lot that I like. Some interesting angles for yeah. sure. I, and and I, I like that point you made about uh, load me up justice. And sometimes that 
it's like a softer angle, but sometimes that reuniting with the wind rider can get things done. For me, I thought it was all about spot on justice just because of the pace angle too, as well as that class edge that you Mm -hmm. mentioned. I mean, this horse ran so well, I thought when last seen attending a fast pace in a stake, and I think could just end up being the clear speed in this spot and, and, and go on with it. That's the way I was going to play him beyond that, you know, uh, the 10 runner sudden shift very obvious but i had the same question as you cutting back in a race without a lot of pace mm-hmm. i just don't know it feels to me like the five is the right uh, the right play in here hopefully we get a decent enough price and then i'll i'll take a bit more of a look at the at the two and the seven that you mentioned as well well this was a ton of fun thank you for uh, bearing with me and making the magic happen looking forward to chatting with you throughout the meet and uh, maybe playing some Twitter Tuesday and also uh, just seeing you up there on the, on the simulcast feed. We'll put in the plugs one more time for your Twitter at racing Rachel M. We also want you to follow along at HS Indie racing and check out the horseshoe Indie website for all the information about the contest free and live bankroll that are going to be coming up. Did we miss anything? Do you have any final thoughts for uh, the listeners before we get out of here? Man, we got it. I I just (laughs) definitely want to mention the Saturday racing. We're going to have um, some good 530 posts. We added some of those because I'm sure everybody's used to now. We run those quarter horse days at like 1030 in the morning, which I love as a morning person, not. Uh, but very excited <laughs> about some thoroughbred uh, 530 posts for sure in June, July, and August is going to be a lot of fun. We're going to do a lot of fun promotions. we got a lot of cool kid activities. So if anybody wants to come out, a lot of people on Twitter always say, hey, we're going to come visit. When's a good time to come? Those are always going to be good times. It's fun all, for the whole family and great betting and great contest. Looking forward to a, another record-breaking year this year. That's great. And that's a terrific time on the simulcast schedule as well. In the regular ads we're going to be having, we'll make sure to highlight those. So folks, make sure to take a look. And as they're uh, getting towards the featured races in the East and the early races in the West, they have another great product to to be betting on. All right. I will let you go. We'll thank you one more time, Rachel. We'll thank all of our friends at Horseshoe Indy. It's been a great pleasure um, putting this together and getting to chat with you. We'll thank our founding partners, 10 Strike Racing and the Thoroughbred Retirement Foundation. Always uh, appreciative of them giving us our start and sticking with us all these years. Most of all, though, want to thank all of you, the listeners, for making these shows so much fun to do. The show's been a production of In The Money Media. I'm Peter Thomas Fornital. May you win all your photos! <laughs>